might be the funniest human being of all time like yeah. uh, he really might be and so is McCorkle I mean they're both sometimes I'm like am I being funny enough to be the comedian on this show like the well, two fighters are just so hilarious we're also funny every night of the week these guys have an hour uh, yeah. to, to be funny you know um, but you're right I mean they're just like I mean they're like two peas in a pod you know uh, like I mean like Don Fry intimidates McCorkle that's how fucking man. <laughs> McCorkle is like six foot seven. Uh, yeah, he's like a nothing giant of a human. And and Don and like Don and he makes Don Fry. He makes McCorkle look, look like a like 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 like, like a pussy. He's just like what, like that's how tough Don Fry is. Yeah. Um. So it's too funny. I mean, I've never seen McCorkle be like Alfred before. You know, like like. <laughs> Well, there's a bit of prestige that goes into being the legend that is Dot Fry. So, you know. Yeah, but, but I feel like McCorkle's our size when he talks to Fry. <laughs> yeah. That's funny because I feel like I'm McCorkle size when I talk to Fry. So I feel like if I'm not, I'm going to get smashed. So. No, I, I feel like I, I'm your guy's size when I take my pants off and look down at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, that, that makes sense. Never mind. I know that was like, like I just responded to you saying I was like I thought you hated snowflakes and then I was like well then that would line up actually this would be with right, you yeah. <laughs> I was like I, I actually just kind of validated your point god damn it I said it right <laughs> so uh, all the time. how many feet of snow do you have right now in Indiana man it just it was an ice storm last night so like I went out to try to get my car today and it was covered in like a half inch sheet of ice so I couldn't get in uh, but it just started snowing about an hour ago. So what you saw, I sent you guys, that's only about an hour or snow. So it's going to oh. be, it was supposed, supposed to be two to three feet, but I don't know if they've uh, reforecast that or not. So. Now, so obviously your dogs are inside. What about the rest of your animals? Uh, no, my dogs are actually in their kennel that I built for them, uh, but it's got heat. So, and air conditioning, because that's just how I get down. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, they, uh, the rest of my animals are just, uh, I've got some birds outside. So oh, Of course, of course, of course. Don Fry, how are you? So I'm good. I got about two or three feet of sunshine here, you know. So that's all the stuff. Now, Don, I saw pictures of you with a bunch of ASU legends. It was you, Dan Severn. It was CB Dalloway, right? Ryan Bader. Uh, who else was there? Hell, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know Bader showed up. Shit. Oh, my baby Bader was fighting. <laughs> but uh, what were they? What were they? What were they celebrating? Just wrestlers from ASU. Yeah, rather uh, who got into the fight game, you know, it's just a, a cheap way of selling tickets, you know. <laughs> you know uh, Wait, Severn didn't go to ASU, did he? Pardon? Did Severn go to ASU? Yeah, yeah, he was uh, one of the top wrestlers of ASU history, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought he was a – for some reason, I thought Michigan. I thought he wrestled in Michigan. I think no, he, he Michigan. was from Michigan. He went to ASU. Uh, I think Mike Davies. 
Mike Davies is a top wrestler from ASU. He's a 190 pounder. Huh. You know, he, he was the Michigan State coach. coach. He actually would coach Rashad Evans um, in, yeah. in college, as well as uh, Gray Maynard. He was their wrestling coach, uh, which is pretty badass to have Dan Severin as your wrestling coach. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, he was my he was there my first year, and then he he split and went to Michigan State. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's crazy because I was looking at guys that I coached over the years. You know, one of the kids that I coached back when I coached in Brooklyn at Brooklyn Poly Prep, his, the best kid I ever coached, one of the best. His name was Max Rose, right? This kid was like. Are you in prison now? No, no, he's not in prison. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you not- <laughs> Max Rose, how did that immediately make him a criminal? I just don't see, I, I need more explanation here. So, or a pro wrestler, yeah. So this kid was so good that, like, <laughs> he, he was so good that other coaches wouldn't even put their kid out to wrestle him. They would just forfeit the match, which pissed me off, too, because I was like, come on. You'd rather have a, a forfeit than have your kid lose? At least you could say that you lost to a great kid, or who knows, you might score on him, whatever. So the kid was, it, it was, a, he, he was amazing. He ended up going to the military. And then he ran for Congress, and he actually won. A con- he was a congressman from from uh, from Staten Island. He actually won. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. Then he he oh. like lost. He oh. actually lost it. Uh, the 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 reelection, whatever. But he was the best kid I ever coached. Um, which is pretty. Uh, which is pretty awesome. I'm actually. Uh, our kids have our first tournament, and I was thinking about when I was coaching. There was one little kid. This kid, Justice, little black kid, who. Um, and his father wasn't around, you know, I, and I was like sort of a mentor to him. But we had practice over the, like, over the Christmas break, and I would drive him to practice. And I'd pull up to his house, 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, and I would see him look out through the window and then not answer the door. Like, like a little <laughs> kid, right? So after the second day of this, I thought you were setting him up for the rest, you know, <laughs> uh, Yes, I was, I was threatening him up. So finally, I just walked in his house one day. And I go, get out of bed. And he's like, you can't come to my house. That's illegal. I'm like, out. We're going to practice. Uh, and then his mom called me, and I'm like, shit, I'm in trouble. His mom thanked me. His mom was like, thank you for doing that. Please be, you know, a part of his life. But this kid would insult me the whole time. He'd be like, coach, I went on your Facebook. You only date sevens. You know, he would just say that. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, right? Sevens, huh? Yeah. Dude, then we had a sprint. Then there was a sign about a woman who had leukemia. It said Anna versus leukemia. And he goes, Coach, I got 10 bucks on leukemia. And I was like, Oh, oh. oh that's a shame. I'm like, that is not funny. But then we had, we had a race to practice, and he beat me in the race. He, he was a good athlete. He, he beat me in a sprint, and he was taunting me. So I'm like, All right, we're going to do five miles. I couldn't have the kid who couldn't do five miles. So I pull over, I find a track. I run the first mile. He quits, right? But now I can't fucking quick i can't show him the quitting is okay so i finished the five miles <laughs> i come back in the car he's laughing i'm like what's so funny he's like i made my dumbass coach run five miles i'm like what? <laughs> a little wise ass uh but yeah meanwhile thank you probably because she was familiar with penn state we're trying to get your kids in bed instead of out of bed uh, for oh boy and then <laughs> oh boy. also uh speaking of leukemia um, I got a good one for you. So I go to a doctor the other day, and this, my doctor doesn't listen to me at all, like none. So um, I was talking to him. Exactly. Shocker. But, yeah. um, but I, was, I was going over my MRI results, and it said something about I have certain markers on my MRI that might be indicative of leukemia on my lower back, like the bones or whatever. 
they said it's like probably not, but I do need to get blood work done. And so I was like, uh, like almost vindicated in a way. I thought, man, I hope I have leukemia because then people will say I'm quit faking a back injury. Like it actually does hurt. And then I realized uh, I don't really want leukemia. So uh, I was hoping Brady <laughs> Schaub gets it instead. But um, no, so um, I was trying to tell my barber that he's cutting my hair the other day. He said, what are you doing after this? I said, actually, I got to go. Uh, I got to go get uh, my blood work done. I, there's apparently a marker. I might have leukemia or something. He was like, really, man, that's great. Like he wasn't listening to a word I said. I realized <laughs> he cut my hair. He goes, that's great, man. I wondered that if you'd ever, if you'd ever do that. And I was like, did you? And he's like, yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was funny that he said it was great that, that I might have leukemia because he obviously was not listening to a word I said. Kind of like the listeners on the right. podcast. No, bro. <laughs> You first of all, you do not want my uh, my stepmom died of leukemia, and uh, it was and that's the worst. And she caught it way too late. And I remember, I remember visiting her in the hospital, and I was reading texts from and her and my dad had been divorced forever. They had such a like a it was like kind of a sitcom of like two yeah. couples that like love but hate each other kind of a thing, you know? Right. So I'm like reading texts from my I'm like you know this is from this, this is from that, and then she could she could barely open her eyes, and I go oh this is from dad, and uh, my little brother's name is Max, and my dad writes. I told Max you were going to be okay. Don't make me out to be a liar. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she, she actually laughed at that. She actually laughed at that, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. You know? That's funny. But yeah, now, see, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> McCorkle. <laughs> you didn't like the first hey, joke. You want to hear something funny? I may have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, wow. dude, that, that was, dude, what's something funny also when I, after she died, I posted a picture on Facebook and I was like, uh, you know, I, I, I love you, mom. I'm, I'm going to miss you. It was like me and her, I, I like my wedding. And everyone was like, rest in peace, rest in peace. Dude, my, my headmaster, the guy who found my boarding school is like 97 years old. He's like, you know, not really all there anymore. So he sees the picture and he writes, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people were like, <laughs> And people under it were like, you fucking psycho. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I, had that, uh, I had that happen one time, Adam. A girl put on Facebook. She said, oh, you, oh my God, you guys, my grandma just got found in her bathtub. She fell and broke her leg three days ago and's been waiting for somebody to find her, you know? Um, like on Facebook, wrote this big, long thing. And then the, the ambulance comes in, takes the old lady, gets T-boned on the way to the hospital and turns over. So now they got to get the old lady who had a broken leg for three days out of the turned over ambulance and like after i read all that i had no choice but to click like and uh yeah she she, she removed me as a friend shortly thereafter how many people oh have removed God. you as like friends dude i don't know but it's a lot i got an argument with a rapper the other night on uh what's it called instagram it went on for hours man i was i was in tears i was laughing so hard like because i kept uh just jedi mind tricking him because he say it's tom and getting it's like he had breath Oh, hold on, go on. Sean, is there is there a better place yeah. in your house that you can get service? Am I losing? Uh, I, I didn't you know. know. It was me. No, no. Yeah. This is actually. <laughs> you're actually, you're actually Don's like. Don was like, "That's the clearest I've heard you this entire time." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "That's the language I understand." All right, so I got to hear about, what happened with McCorkle and like the rapper. What happened? Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. No, I'm extra dark. Yeah. So, um, no, this guy was saying something about Tom Erickson on a video of him getting knocked out by Shannon Briggs and K1 kickboxing. And he's like, yeah, bitch ass wrestler thought he could step in with the big boys. Blah, blah, oh, blah. God. So I'm like, dude, do you have any idea how that would turn out as a real fight? And he's like, what do you know about fighting? Like started with that, you know? Yeah. Um, there we go. Here so we go. We, 
Yeah, and he's like, uh, he's like, dude, that's why you pretend to be a UFC fighter. I was like, well, that's true, but I actually am the guy I pretend to be on Instagram. Um, because <laughs> if there's a fake me out there, his life has to be terrible. I'll tell you that. Somebody's pretending to be me. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, yeah, so me and him go back three hours. My girlfriend's like, what are you laughing at? I thought I was talking to a girl or something. I said, this guy, I've been going, he kept mistyping, like he kept uh, having typos. And then I would act like that's what he was trying to ask me. He's like, wait till Bone IG finds out you were smoking at the fair. And I was like, I don't know what that was supposed to be, but I don't want to mess with Bone IG or go to the fair. Like, and so no matter what, no matter what he would say, I kept saying, wait, did Bone IG tell you to say that? Like, I just kept going and going. And we went on. He was trying to send me pictures of his Rolex because I told him his watch was fake. And he's trying to send me pictures of him and like his car. And I was like, it was, I could make him do anything. I was like, that's why you won't, I, I guarantee you won't send me your bank account. And he like sends me a picture of his bank account. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a great use of my time, but it was all Tom Erickson's fault because I was standing up for Tom. Dude, sometimes on Facebook, Greg, I don't know if you're like this, but like whenever people try to be serious on that, like I always want to go to the comedy. So like this guy writes yesterday, like this is Matrix star Keanu Reeves, right? A picture of Keanu Reeves on like the subway, right? And he yeah. goes, uh, he goes, um, he was abandoned by his father at three years old. He grew up with three different stepfathers. He's dyslexic. His dream of becoming a hockey player was shattered by a serious accident. His daughter died at birth. His wife died in a car accident. His best friend, River Phoenix, died of an overdose. His sister had leukemia. No bodyguards, no luxury houses. It was an ordinary apartment. Then he was like, uh, he was on set and people were complaining they didn't have $20,000 to pay for the thing. He actually took care of it on his birth. And then it says uh, on paparazzi, they found them talking to a homeless man. And then I wanted to like write, he also saved the bus that wouldn't stop speeding. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> he went back in time. <laughs> and killed baby Hitler. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, why does my mind go right there to like the fucking joke, you know? The um, second I read something akin to, I normally don't post things like this. Okay, that's it. I just scroll. That's it. That's all I need to see. Yeah. I don't need to read the rest of it. I don't. I don't generally go in for that. Although recently, of course, with the post about my mother, it's gotten a little melodramatic. But it's very rare for me. Very rare. Got it. Got yeah. Hey, McCorkle, did you take your kid to school every day in the beginning? Yes. I, yeah, I used to. Because my kids went to private school. There was no bus. So. So what? You got up at seven in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Every day. Was it, was it, was it, dude, cause I, dude, I get up at like, I mean, Greg, we know the comedy life of like, I used to get up at 10, 11, you know, I stay up till two or three. Dude, I'm getting up at like seven o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, get her ready for school, pick out an outfit, which she doesn't want to wear, go down, she has spaghetti that day. She wouldn't eat the spaghetti because there was seasoning on it. You know, like, oh, I'm not, I don't like the little black things on the spaghetti. I'm like, okay. Right. And then it was like, so I had to make her chicken nuggets. Dinosaur, I had to pretend that was dinosaurs racing into her mouth. Then I had to go brush her teeth. We got, we got to play toothbrush idol. I have three toothbrushes where they have to like sing and dance to get her approval. You know, like there's a Barbie one and a Peppa Pig one and a Paw Patrol. And I'm like, I could, and she's asking them questions. I'm like, please let me brush your teeth. I could jump higher than you and I could jump the high, you know, and then I got to give her, it's just like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's fun. I, I, she's laughing the whole time, which is what I, I love. But man, it's done. Uh, I honestly can't tell if that makes you the greatest dad or the worst dad. <laughs> it's in the middle. <laughs> and just, like, like, depending on who you like, Don probably is thinking, like, who kind of pussy doesn't just fucking brush goddamn teeth on Don? <laughs> and then, you know, I was sitting there going, wow, I wish my dad had entertained me. 
<laughs> I just love that your dog's tackling your toothbrush before. That's uh, awesome. dude, she, dude, then I take her to school, right? And all her friends know me as, I don't know what she told them, but I'm like the funny guy. So like, there's like 10 little kids running to me and go, you're funny, and start poking me. And I'm like, all right, kid. I'm like, don't touch me. I'm getting like bullied by a bunch of three-year-olds, you know? It's just, uh, They've all been watching your YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, Don, did you take your kids to school? Yeah, I'd take little bastards to school sometimes, you know, sure. Yeah, other times, <laughs> uh, the, ex-wife, the ex-wife would try and take them that airhead. She'd fucking, uh, my youngest daughter, you know, she'd be in her car seat. Mom, you missed a turn. Mom, you missed a turn. You know, I don't know what the hell you were doing. You know, but my daughter in kindergarten knew the way to, knew, knew the way to the school, and the, and the ex-wife didn't. You know, sure, it was amazing. Don made her walk to school uphill both ways in the snow with him just to make her more of a man, I heard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah make him carry shit, too, you know? <laughs> carry a bill of hay. Hey, Don, how long did you make the uh, toothbrushes perform before she brushed her teeth? Well, I, I made it easy. I knocked all their fucking teeth out, you know, and then <laughs> Uh, okay. No, no. He's joking, America. He's joking. He's done for. Did now, like my dude, my kid now. She like she's curious about why I'm not because she hears me peeing, and she's like, "Daddy, how come you don't pee sitting down?" I don't want to be like, "Well, because I have a penis." I'm like, "She's three. Oh, you do too. Who are you trying to fucking kid? You do too. Oh, right. Well, I I told her I'm like because I'm not a vegan. You, you know, you said I'm because I'm like, not Bruce Buffer or Dominic Cruz. <laughs> You think Dominic Cruz pee sitting down? Yeah, I think so. Did you see where, uh, not to change the subject about peeing, but did you see where uh, Bruce Buffer said you're irrelevant if you leave the UFC? Like, doesn't matter who you are. Really? Um, yeah, he did an interview. He said anybody who leaves the UFC becomes irrelevant shortly thereafter, which I guess is kind of true. But uh, he said people need to be more loyal to the UFC. Like, in his opinion, if uh, Bruce said, I've always lived my life, you know, you scratch my dick, I'll suck yours. Stuff like that. <laughs> oh, boy, there it is. Okay. <laughs> But I wouldn't say they become irrelevant, but they do obviously become less relevant. I mean, it is, you know, it's, it's the NFL versus everything else kind of a thing, you know? Like, it is, it is. I mean, automatically kind of a step down. Speaking of the NFL, by the way, did you watch, you obviously watched the Rams game on Sunday. Yes. Um, and, you know, no. great, great football games. I pulled a McCorkle and lost all my bets except one. <laughs> yeah. But Gavin or Newsom has a picture with Magic Johnson, right? And, mm-hmm. okay, no masks, 40,000 people in that fucking stadium, right? My, my three-year-old has to wear a mask with five kids, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and you can't tell me Matt Johnson's 100 pounds overweight and he's got HIV. Like, what if he dies? Will, will the governor have killed Magic Johnson, uh, at number one? Mm-hmm. And, and how is he not compromised? And, and number one, it's bullshit. And number two, like, what, so we could have school? What if we have school at the fucking Rams game? Uh, they don't have to wear masks. Like all such yeah. bullshit. Greg, it doesn't piss you off. I mean, the whole thing—it's—it makes no sense. I mean, we've kind of reached a point of lunacy because it's either all in or all out. You know, either all going to wear them, all, you know, or you're not. And so now it's just kind of like this whole: if you wear it through the door, then you can take it off. Like, oh, that's smart. Like, COVID's outside. Like, mm, he got me again. Like, and wore it through the door. I can't get in. Like, it's just pretty. At this point, it has reached kind of a pretty, pretty stupid tipping point. 
But they shouldn't make some people wear them and others not. It's just like that's so ridiculous. But that's up to them at that point. If you, you know what I mean? If you don't want to wear it, you ain't going to wear it. Well, they say you had to be vaccinated to get into the stadium and then kids aren't vaccinated. But, but then like no kid has, has, has or like very few kids have, have died of COVID and they had probably, right? I mean, and if they did, they had under... Lying conditions. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. It's I think Magic Johnson probably figured if AIDS didn't kill him, uh, COVID's not going to be like a walk in the park. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't seem like that. He posted it. You know, you know, you know. Uh, Newsom was probably pissed at posting that picture. You I'm know, sure. He, and like, it's, maybe it was a setup. <laughs> He's like, "Got you, motherfucker." It's crazy. <laughs> All right, but Newsom's so, Newsom's been caught being hypocritical so many times. So, so many times. Uh, all right, fights. So Ngannou's out for eight months with uh, ACL surgery, uh, knee surgery. According to Daniel Cormier, he thinks that John Jones should fight Stipe for the interim belt. What do you guys think? John Jones? Yeah, John Jones. <laughs> I mean, he- were we just someone just saying you should be allowed to come right back in and step into a championship fight? I mean, if, I mean, John Jones hasn't fought in forever. He should have at least one fight, you know, before he gets right into well, the he didn't interim title. I mean, so who knows? Yeah, but it's been like thirty years. I mean, come on. No, you got to. He should definitely have to fight. It can't be John Jones. I think Stipe, absolutely. You know, but I think you just give uh, what's his name a chance again you know, to be the interim fucking champ again. Oh, the Black Beast? Uh, no, uh, um, uh, the French guy. Gone. 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 Yeah. So, so should it be Cyril Gone versus uh, Curtis Blades for the interim champion, uh, and then Jones fight the winner? I mean, Curtis Blades seems like he's only he only loses to the best guys or the Black Beast. Um, I think if you want to make sure you sell no pay per views, you go that direction. <laughs> I wouldn't watch that if it was free. Uh, that's true that's probably why they want john jones because people would pay to see that absolutely so you know i guess in that regard yeah you're 100 right don fry what do you think uh it's, it hurts my head to think about that you know it does uh gives me such a headache uh, you know let's figure out who he wants to fight you know i mean who, who's the number one contender right now anyways do they have one it's got to be Stipe. I mean, his last loss was to Ngannou, who's the champ. I mean, it has to be him. I mean. Okay, so it'd be Stipe versus the French guy, right? Yeah, versus Cyril Gan. That's a good idea. You're right. You're right. I, I, you're right. Stipe versus the French guy. And uh, then let John uh, Jones fight yeah. the winner. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you guys watch Bellator last week at all? Any of you guys? No. No, I wasn't even aware it was still in existence. All right, well, quick recap. <laughs> I Bader. shit. Ryan Bader won the heavyweight championship uh, in a very, very close fight. They could have could have won either way. And Ben Henderson won his fight against a guy that was 14-1. Another fight that could have won either way. It seemed like Good for him. But, yeah, I was happy for both those guys. Although, the, either of those fights could have won either way. All right. Um, this week, by the way, oh, uh, Alexander Gustafson is coming back, allegedly, and fighting Ben Rothwell <laughs> at heavyweight. <laughs> Well, why are you laughing? I don't know. Talk about a fight no one cares to see. <laughs> ben Rothwell versus Gustafson? Yeah, who gives a fuck about them, man? Shit. People ben Rothwell is one of the most boring fighters ever, and Gustafson is just like a footnote. Like, I don't know. I just, it's like big fucking deal. Did you train with uh, Ben Rothwell, Sean? No. I uh, Matt Mitrione trained with him and then convinced Matt, like convinced Ben that I was literally almost eight foot tall. 
because uh, I used to take pictures with Matt Mitchell and standing on things, so I'd be a little bit taller than him. So the first time Ben Rothwell saw me, he goes, dude, I thought you were like 7'10 or something. And I was like, what does that mean? He goes, aren't you, are you supposed to be over seven foot tall? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, Mitch Rowan told me, so he had him lying too. But yeah, him and Matt, I trained each other and got in a real fight like the first time because Matt was hitting too hard. And I think they didn't uh, ever train together again. So that's the story I heard. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, I don't know. Gustafson fought at 205. For him to come back at heavyweight against Ben Rothwell, and he looked terrible his last couple fights. I think Anthony Smith, yeah. I think, beat him the last time. Uh, it was a good fight, but and what does that know. mean if he comes back heavier? Because it doesn't mean that he put on a bunch of muscle, you know? right, <laughs> just, right? Right. It just means he's like, guess what, guys? I'm a heavyweight now. <laughs> like, but I'll still watch well, him. They have, you know, I'll still watch him. Well, they have Gustafson fight John Jones, <laughs> heavyweight. You're right, but you're right. That would be pretty cool, actually. That actually would be that be that be a fight that makes sense. I mean, yeah, but then is John Jones beating a real heavyweight at that point, or is this beating a fat? To a fiver, so that's exactly what he is. So you know, you know, it's even Steven, they both been out for a while. They both come back in and see who's still got it. So this, you know, Saturday, what I would go on. I was gonna say what I wonder, man. Um, on the whole thing is, are, are they gonna let anybody be champion except um, Ngannou? Because does that does that free him from his contract if he's no longer the champion? You know what I mean? Because he's got that champions clause. He's stuck. Because nah, it's, the, it's, the it's the interim championship thing. They wouldn't automate. They wouldn't give him the title. They would still have to fight him. He'd still. They. They're not going to let him walk out on a technicality. Fuck. I don't man. know. I mean, yeah. it's crazy what's going on, though. I mean, I think that like obviously everybody wants to see fighters get paid more. You know, including me. I want to see them make as much as possible. But everyone is like a fucking expert on how much fighters should make, but nobody has the actual numbers. Like, like it just nobody, ha- no one knows the cost of anything. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just says, "Oh, well, they're making this and that," and, and, and boxing's the wrong because boxing's the the the, the worst fucking model because bo- they boxing's dead, which is why Jake Paul is fighting, you know, fucking whatever to save boxing. You know, uh, you have you literally have the two best guys in the world. You have Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather not fighting each other. Until they're- uh, to be clear, though, I, I don't think what he's doing is saving boxing. <laughs> I think I think he's throwing dirt he's, on the coffin. Right. He's saving right, boxing right. the way Schaub is saving comedy. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the same thing. that's the best one today, man. That's third, but that's a pretty good one. But I don't think boxing should be the model because boxing has too many belts and, and, and like you can't name three boxers right now. Greg, can you name three boxers? No, no, not current Jake, Jake, real. Jake and Logan Jake Paul and one more. <laughs> <laughs> I can name like Terrell Crawford and Lomachenko, Tyson Fury, Dylan White. Yeah, Tyson Wilder, Fury and, and, and the other one, he, and the guy he fought three times. But I mean, there's a Wilder, reason. Wilder and Fury. Those are the only two. Yeah, I really right. Know. I mean, that's you know, but uh, but I but whatever. Uh, so I now, that's not to say that I don't watch boxing. If it's all, you know, sometimes I do watch boxing. I love the sweet science, but I mean, you know, yeah. Do I really know any of the play? I mean, and that became one of those things where. You know, in UFC it's, or in MMA, UFC is still, you know, the main league and then there are tiers kind of below that, whereas it got all over the place with all the different or WBC, WBA, or uh, IBF, like all the different divisions kind of became equal but separate, you know? So yeah. I, I think it's kind of an apples and oranges comparison. So this week, Sean Strickland is fighting uh, Jack Hermanson, right? Uh, Sean Strickland is like off the charts right now. In his press conference yesterday, they asked him about homosexuals some, for some reason. 
Uh, <laughs> sure. There? I was going to say, I was going to say, was it moderated by uh, McCorkle? And this was his, this was his, this is what he said at a press, at a UFC press conference. Take for uh, his explanation of why he frequently uses the term gay and why it's not a case of him being homophobic. He wrote, I love gay men. Strickland said, gay men are awesome. Oh. Lesbians, not so much. Lesbians hate me. Uh, lesbians look at me like I'm the guy that hurt them. I'm the guy. Oh, shit. I'm not your Oof. father. But gay men, gay men look at me like they want to fuck me. And I respect that. You know, they compliment me. They slide in my DMs. I get dick oh my God. now and then. Oh, stop. stop. So I'm not homophobic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> he basically said, look, I like gays if they're down to smash. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to fuck me. I got no Like Jesus Christ, that was see, and that's where having that's the problem with you know there was a world when people who are public figures used to have PR people who would carefully craft the message before it got out there. And then Twitter was like, here, say whatever you're fucking thinking, and they would. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and this is, this is what you wind up. This with. is so out there that no one even like covered it. Like, people were just like, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking dissect this. Uh, this is What's so to dissect? He said exactly <laughs> what he thought. I can't be homophobic because I love it when gay dudes want to smash me. <laughs> like, you know? I'm a, little, then, I'm a little homophobic, but not because I have anything against gay people. It's just I'm afraid of them. So um, I guess you would call that homophobic. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid of them? So, it's like people are afraid of ghosts or spiders. I'm just afraid but, of them. Right. He said it's a phobia, so he's not. Yeah, it's not It's not nothing against them. I'm just afraid of them. You think if you yeah. get bit by a gay person, you'll become gay? Like, is that what you think? Depends like on where they buy one. <laughs> what was oh, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was too late to throw. I thought you said if I got beat by one of them, and I was going to say, how are they going to beat me? And oh, then, but he, he said bit, and uh, Greg said, depends on where they bit me. <laughs> so. uh, Don, did you ever back in your day? I know back in the day, you, you, there was no email, so it was probably regular mail. Did you get like like dick Polaroids sent to you? No, I would get love letters, so yeah, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> When the fucking internet first started, somebody took my my picture or whatever information and put it on the hairy chest pages. They're <laughs> 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 getting love letters, you know. <laughs> yeah, you did. Fuck, I see. Wait, He's wait. not homophobic either. <laughs> wait, what are the hairy chest pages? Like, like what? What is going on? Oh, okay. So it was like. I think it means like when they had like 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 bulletin board systems kind of thing, you know. Right. And listservs, I guess listservs, and they would have themes. And his picture, I guess, got promulgated highly on the uh, very <laughs> chest. Uh, I heard the uh, whatever. I heard the guy that uploaded its screen name was Buffer Four Sixty Nine. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> What's up, people? Bet Online would like to wish you a very happy new betting year as we continue to march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year, it's a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to get started. They got football basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, to your favorite Vegas casino games. 
Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, check them out now, dude. Back when we had a war machine before he fucking went to jail for almost murdering Christy Mack. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he came on the podcast and said that uh, people were ordering him gay hookers all day long. Someone found out where he lives, and he had like thirty gay hookers show up at his house. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> He was so angry because all the little guys kept ding dong beer. They were like ding dong, ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even know you can even order gay hookers in people's houses. Like that's even. Uh, I had a friend Eddie Ift. Eddie and Jay Davis were in like a prank war, and like I guess it was uh, Eddie lived in West Hollywood, so Jay put a, a bumper sticker on his on his car saying "Honk if you support gay rights," and all the other people were honking on him. Just pissing, <laughs> fucking pissing him off. He lived, he lived in West Hollywood, dude. The first time, first of all, first time, I, first time I, I actually went to Hollywood. I won a contest, like some great contest, funniest comic in New York. So they flew me out to my my spot was like a, a spot at the Improv. So I go to the Improv and they put me on Santa Monica and like La Cienica at that like the Ramada. So I go to that like curves next door and it was like all men. Like like and I'm like man, what happened to the women? And I didn't know this was like the section that most of the gay men. I didn't know WeHo was a thing or you know like I was like holy shit, there's no women in Hollywood. Uh, I, I, went to, <laughs> I like went to the dude. This is back when I was like 29. So how many guys did you blow before you realized? You were in I was in, I was in a locker room and somebody was like, this is not like me. I know this is unprofessional, but I want to rep you. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got a fucking deal in the fucking shower? <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, Sean, can I tell you what? Can I tell you? Wait a minute. That one time that happened to me when I actually first came to LA, and I went. I had a, a gym membership at Crunch in New York, and so I was like, "Oh, I hope they have a Crunch here in LA." And of course, they do, which is right there at Sunset. Yeah. And uh, and I think lost. I uh, was a Fairfax or something. Yeah, yeah, right uh, there. Or Crescent Heights, and so it's right, you know, in Hollywood. And West, you're right near West Hollywood, basically. So I go in there and I go to work out. And it was, it was there were some chicks, but it was a lot of dudes. Yeah. And I'm in there and I, and I go to go and go into the locker room and they have they have the sauna. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna you know go in the sauna, sweat it out. And before I do, I see this other guy walking into the sauna with a with with the towel wrapped around his waist. <laughs> and he opens the door to the sauna and just whips off the towel. Oh my God. And just struts in like, hello, boys. And I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to Solana. I crunchy West Hollywood. So, dude, when I went I was, to uh, Fantasy Fest in, uh, in Key West, it's like, dude, it was like Mardi Gras, but like either super hot chicks and super gay dudes. Like, just, it was like a mix. And the only hotel that was open. That sounds like a really promising mix. Dude, I went with this guy, Rob, this guy, Rob Portnova, who's like, Jersey Shore, like, like the, he, he is Jersey Shore, right? So me and him go out there, and the only hotel we got, every hotel was sold out except for we, uh, one hotel, motel, was, it was a, a gay hotel. We didn't know that, right? So we, we show up, and... Sure you didn't. <laughs> so there's, like, nine gay dudes in the hot tub, right? So I, like, and I walk by there to get to my room, and he's in the room. I go, hey, Rob, there's, like, nine naked girls in the hot tub right now. Fuck, he's like, dude, did they, they want us to get naked and run in there. He's like, fuck it, he gets naked. 
Oh, God. <laughs> and I fucking locked the door. You, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Oh. Three way, dicks I, later. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> at that at that crunch, uh, you know, Steve Sanders got mad at me. You know, Ian Ziering, who played Steve Sanders on Island 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was lifting. And I go up to him. I'm like, hey, man, uh, good thing you're working out. He's like, why? I'm like, remember that guy beat you up? Uh, he goes, what? why would you and say I, that? And I said, yeah, remember that your mom died and he, he brought it up at school and then you went to fight him. And then oh my God. And I gave him the whole plot line and he looked at me and he goes, you think that guy could really beat me up? I was like, no, man, I'm just, I'm just kidding. And he's like, oh, that's a joke. I, I walked away. It was so fucking awkward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was not good. That Mario Lopez. You know, I got to be honest with you. I put that one on you. <laughs> if I were Ian Siri, I'd be the same way. Like, what do, what do you want me to do? You want to play long here? And be like, come on, you so Yeah, he didn't. He didn't laugh at That's all. That's probably the third time that gym session that he someone come up to everybody. He got mad, and then Mario Lopez was like, uh, "Can you move your car?" I'm like, "Only if you call me preppy." And he was not fucking entertained at all by this. Uh, so he probably had a lot on his mind though from the several rape allegations he's had over the past ten years. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh okay. you know, Mario Lopez has been accused of rape like 30 times, right? All right. Keeping it light. Keeping it, I don't think he's been accused <laughs> of rape or he's been accused of like cheating. And, he's been accused of rape repeatedly. Wow. I did not know that. I know. I, I, think, yeah, I, I don't think we go to the same websites. I, don't I, know, think, I, uh, I know it's a gym. I think we like, get our news from the same sources. I have not seen this. <laughs> I know at the gym, Freddie Rhodes, because he was like, my first day there, he was like, yo, you want to spar? And I was like, uh, no. I'm like, but, and then Freddie Rhodes goes, don't spar him. I go, why? He goes, he's, he's good, and he'll, he'll go light, and then he'll try to knock you out. That's what he does to new guys at the gym. He's like a gym bully. He said, Don't Mario fight. Lopez would do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and this, sounds right. And this is back when, like, Rogan was going to fight Wesley Snipes. Uh, remember that? Rogan was going to fight Wesley Snipes uh, on, like, New Year's Eve on pay-per-view, like, they were before Wesley went to jail. And, um, and I told Freddie Roach, like, who's going to win? And Freddie's like, Rogan's going to kill him. And then uh, Mario was like, tell Rogan, I want the winner. But I never actually uh, got to – I didn't know Rogan that well. But uh, I think that would have been – I mean, Ro Mario was a state champ or placed in the state of California. He's a good boxer. Rogan's a you know, karate guy and a um, taekwondo guy and a jiu-jitsu guy. Would have been a good fight, actually. Who, who, who do you think would have won, Sean? Rogan or Mario Lopez? Uh, depends on what kind of fight it was. I guess if they were doing uh, kickboxing or MMA, I would think Rogan. But if Mario Lopez can actually box and just restrict to boxing, then him, I would guess. Don, who do you, who do you think would have won? I'd go with Rogan, you know, because Rogan's, uh, you know, a good student of the sport, and he's actually done some fighting. So, you know, Lopez, fuck, I mean, he's just a pretty boy. Who knows, if, has he ever thrown punches before besides the gym? He's done a couple of those smokers, boxing smokers. Oh, big fucking deal. <laughs> did you see speaking of a uh, terrible fight did you see DJ Diego Sanchez fought a kid with Down syndrome the day? no that's, oh, an, old, that's an old one by the way that was a long oh is it yeah dude I was worried because like I, I'm I don't know man I don't want to speak out of turn but he should not be losing to that level of an opponent okay uh, <laughs> well, let's talk about what happened I'm being honest Jesus Christ <laughs> no but, but here's why I think that was a bad idea so Diego had a friend who had Down syndrome, and they had like a a, a fake fight, you know. And Diego, are you bringing up Shab again? And Diego let him win, oh, boy. and it was like, real, and everyone cheered, and the kid was really happy. But I honestly think the kid thinks he beat Diego Sanchez. 
So now what's going to happen when he goes and starts a fight with somebody and gets fucking murdered? Because uh, he thinks he has a win over a UFC fighter. Uh, like, I don't I, know. His confidence may carry him for the first few swings. I mean, you know, I like it. You know what? I give the kid a chance. And he's got that strength. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> I just said he looks strong. I love, strong. I love me and Adam are like, oh, boy, here we are. Dom's like, yep. Dude, uh, Joe Rogan, during Mayhem's fight one time, Rogan goes, uh, Mayhem has retard strength. He said it on the air. And then, like, yeah. like he just <laughs> He's got like, <laughs> dude, there were so many things over the years he said where he's like, uh, he's like, he's doing a rape choke, and then he like, then he couldn't say rape choke anymore. Like they said, you can't. And then uh, and then he said like blow my wad, like and like it was like a poker term. He he, he had to clarify that. It, like it was like a whole dude. You know, that's why he better he better walk the line with this stuff they're doing to him on Spotify. Or they're gonna ruin his life. You think so? Like, they've got 30 years of shit. Dude, yeah. I mean, have you seen the Planet of the Apes thing he talked about? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, like, let, let that get out and see if Rogan is still on that spot. Like, it is uh, – dude, I'm telling you, he's got uh, 30 years of saying stuff that's uh, not uh, acceptable. And uh, if, I think if he doesn't do what they say, they'll ruin his life like they did Alex Jones. Oh, come on. Alex Jones ruined his own life, dude. And Alex Jones is probably doing pretty well. But Alex Jones, you know, you can't claim that yeah. Sandy Hook was a, was a hoax. I mean, Rogue is not at that level. I mean, he, he, he's not saying things like that. That's just, you know. I don't know. But if you say you got in a black neighborhood, you felt like you were in Planet of the Apes. That's pretty close. <laughs> that's pretty. Ooh, you're going to have a problem. Ooh, that's, yeah. I'm not the kind of, Ironically, Alex Jones is the one who broadcast that, that he did it. When they were, oh, really? They were, they were feuding back and forth. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. How would you like to be canceled, Joe, and play that clip, you know, or whatever? I was like, dang, Alex Jones is playing for keeps. Dude, then he said he wanted to fight Rogan. He's like, I'll fight you. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. Uh, like, He's a little out there. I mean, does he think that he could take one kick from Rogan? Like the other guy that um, does that super liberal, the Young Turks. Who's that guy? that does? Oh, the- yeah. Oh. Chink? That guy, yeah, that guy said he would beat Rogan in a fight. I'm like, dude, are you out of your – like, uh, these, these people are crazy. Like anyway, I talk about real fighting. He also denies the Armenian uh, genocide. So. Jeez. All right, we're off to it. All right, this is made that up, so okay. All right, back to regular fighting. So much great comedy in this show. <laughs> so Sam, oh, yeah, Al- yeah, Sank Iger is that his yeah. name? Sorry. Yeah. Like I could beat up Joe Rogan. I'm bigger than him. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's literally why martial arts were invented. <laughs> Crazy. So uh, this guy Punahel Punahil. Sariano is fighting Nick. <laughs> Nick At least the last name's easy to do. Um, Nick Maximov, who's seven and zero. Oh. Uh, Ponahil is eight and one. That should be a good fight. They got a guy. Ponahele. 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 Is that how you say it? I have no idea, but it looks wide. What he promotion wide. is that? UFC. That's uh-huh. the that's the co-main event this week. Um, and then uh, Sam Alvey, who hasn't won in seven fights, uh, is taking on Brandon Allen. I. I hope Alvy wins. Alvy's a great guy. He's got like seven kids. He adopted two of them. Uh, he's just his his wife's a model. She's taking care of him on like a farm. Uh, and and Sam's a good dude. Um, a really good dude. He's fighting Brendan Allen, who took the fight on very short notice. Sam needs a win here, though. Uh, Greg, why are you uh, putting your hand in your? Uh, your because it's one of those things. He's just become like, the worst thing that ever happened to him was him becoming a bit of a name. Smiling Sam out because 
no one would be allowed to lose this much and stick around if they didn't have a, just a little bit of name value. And it's not helping him. And it's certainly not going to help him stick around to raise his kids. I mean, the guy's getting his brains punched in and he clearly isn't a contender. I don't know. I just, uh, sometimes I think they got to stop giving some guys fights and he's one of them. Well, I don't understand though. Like, I mean, he lost to Wallington Terman by split decision, lost to, to uh, Julian Marquez by rear naked choke. Lost a split draw to Dang Un Jung. Lost to Ryan Spann. Lost to Clitson Abreu. Lost to Jimmy Crute. Lost to Noguera by knockout. Um, they, like, how did the UFC let the, I mean, not to diss Sam out. Like, other guys get, it's amazing. Other guys lose two fights in a row. They're gone. Lose one the contract. Fight. One fight. Don't lose one fight. Exactly. Oh, you lost. You're out. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the smiling Sam thing became popular enough to where they just keep giving him fights despite the fact that he shouldn't be in the UFC anymore. Don Fry, what are your thoughts about this? I don't have any thoughts about this. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the whole point of the, of the fight game is to sell tickets, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I guess you're right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're not gonna be there. They're not there to pick up the pieces of your brain. You know, twenty years down the road, they don't give a shit. Well, there know, it is, right there. There sell, it is, right there. Yeah. As long Even as you Peter, sell tickets and down the arena at the end of the night, that's all they care about. And that's what it is. He has just enough name value to kind of boost this otherwise completely pedestrian car. Uh, John Casanata, who came to my show in Minnesota with this like beautiful hot. Brazilian wife who walked out offended, but he stayed. Uh, he's writing Miles Johns. Uh, and then <laughs> I hope he's like, let me know when you come back. My wife hated it. <clears throat> I thought you were funny. Like, Thanks, man. Hilarious. Uh, so I hope he wins. Uh, Hakeem Dewaru, who's from Calgary. Uh, he's a really good fighter. He's fighting Mike Trezano, who won the Ultimate Fighter, who's 9-1. and one. Uh, th That should be a pretty good fight. This dude's pretty good from Jersey. Should he hey, back? What did you say? What did you say to offend the gal from Brazil? I hadn't even got to my offensive stuff. I don't even know. Uh, you don't yeah. By the way, people are mad uh, on a different note. And this is not going to. So, obviously, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, she's, you know. We're, got, really hitting, we're, in, we're really hitting all the high notes. <laughs> so, Whoopi Goldberg. We started with cancer. Said something really stupid. And we've just been straight downhill from there. Jews are not a race. They weren't targeted because they're raised. Hitler literally said they were subhuman and he wanted to create the master race. Whoopi wasn't exactly educated. But she's now banned for two weeks uh, on this, right? Which are going to blame the Jews for banning her, right? And people are saying it's bullshit. Right. She gets banned. But Gina Carano posts, like, a thing on Instagram that wasn't even as offensive of Whoopi Goldberg said and she got kicked off uh, Disney. And people are angry about this. And I can kind of see their point. Um, I don't think either of them should have been fired. I think either of them should have either been talked to and then that should have been it. Uh, but definitely not Gina Carano. I mean, it's hard enough to, I mean, she really broke so many barriers, became a, went from a fighter to an actress to like the lead of the Star Wars thing. You're taking away her thing. Greg, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think we got to remember that Gina Carano 
wasn't a particularly good actress. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> maybe if she'd been a little maybe if she'd been a little better at her job, they would have just taken two weeks off. <laughs> no, she no was I'm like, kidding. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I actually really liked her in the show. I thought she was good. And I don't know. I'm not in charge. I'm not the guy that makes decisions. I thought it was definitely heavy handed for them to be like, that's it, you're fired, get out. Like, like give her a chance to you know, make it right or say whatever. Anyways, people get to, people go overboard and overreact to everything these days. So nothing surprises me. Sean, thoughts on that? I don't know, man. It reminds me a little bit of like back in the day when Mel Gibson said that something about Jews running Hollywood and then the what? Jews didn't let him work. Like he said, Jews run Hollywood. Then they didn't let him work for three weeks to prove they don't. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I always think it's funny when someone who's all for cancel culture, like uh, Whoopi, gets it right back on her. Like, you know, what I mean, like, how's it feel when you're on the other side? You know, so um, I don't know. I wish people would leave Jews alone, man. Like, I, people hate Jews and this and that. I'm like, I admire Jews. Like, like people are like, oh yeah, it's, a Jew starts the janitor company, and he's running it in ten years. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And I was gonna say, yeah, it's called I, hard I work and focus. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're like, they, they, oh, they Jews always help each other out. And I'm like, have you heard of my friend Adam? They don't help him out. No. Um, <laughs> I say, uh, no, but they, they always say help each other out. It's like, well, if I was persecuted for 5,000 years, I might help my family out too. So. Dude, I had a pitch, I had a pitch meeting, Greg, for Netflix for Pins on Wednesday, right? Took me a year, to get, a year to get this meeting. Tuesday night, I get an email. The lady who took the pitch meeting, I don't know if you read Variety, but she left the network on Tuesday night. Oh. The meeting was Wednesday. Uh, oh my god! She went to a that's how that's how bad she didn't want to meet with you. She wants she she'd rather quit another her network job than fucking have to sit down face to face with you and discuss pin. Don, uh, what are you I'm talking about, about Gina Carano, Whoopi Goldberg? Hey, I'm, I'm I think it's great. You know, I mean, uh, Whoopi deserves a shit. Uh, you know, for them to pull that shit on people and, and cancel them, and then they happen to them, and they piss themselves, and they start whining. Fuck them. And uh, same thing with this uh, transgender bullshit. You know, these goddamn women been saying they're equal to men this whole time, and now they're finding out they're not. Piss on them. You know that they get what they deserve. Uh, no one brought up transgender. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only topic we had missed today. The only, the only this, whole, this whole episode, you know, is like, you know, here's the other thing, though. Nobody told these people they had to say these. They made a choice and they went out and said them. And, you know, when you say, you know, I mean, when you say things, then what comes is what comes. And so there is a certain, there's a certain amount of you have to take responsibility for the things that you say. And I say that knowing that uh, so much of everything I've said is going to come back and ruin my life. So, but literally, there was not one mention of a transgender at all. Like, I don't, like, not one person. Oh, yeah. That was, about that, was a, that was a little bit no, of dumb. People need to be growing up. People need to be adults about it and understand people are going to say things they don't like and they shouldn't whine about it. And they shouldn't try and take them off, um, off the air or anything. Like, change the damn channel or turn it off. God damn, be an adult. You know, cry me. You, you know, don't, I. I got a lot of agreement with that, Don. I really do. You know, people take, like, it's like they want retribution over everything. It's like, listen, you want them up there saying provocative things, and they say something you don't like, and it's like, oh, no, you got to go. And it's like, well, where's, you know, where's it just, if you don't like it, don't look, you know? I think you have to look at intent. I think both Gina Carano and Whoopi Goldberg were not intending to piss people off or say anything mean. I think she was trying to say that, like, humanity, man versus man, kicking someone down is, is, is a terrible thing, right? 
Like, and I don't think anyone could like disagree with that. She might have had like the the, the the race versus culture versus whatever you know versus pigment wrong, but I understand what she was trying to say. And same thing with Gina Carano saying that if you have other opinions, uh, you shouldn't like persecute them. And like neither of those things were like terrible things. I think that just maybe got the the verbiage wrong. And you have to look at like intent, which is why you can't you know get people even with comics, man. Like the intent to make people laugh. Well, and that's what I was saying, too. That, you know, I knew we were done for when comics started apologizing for jokes. The second we started apologizing for jokes, I was like, we're done for. Like, as a, the, the whole, the, that, was, that was the last bit of the House of Cards. And that was it. We're done. Not only that, but you got people like Joy Behar, who's a fucking comedian, and Tom Arnold, who's a comedian, saying that Spotify should take away Joe Rogan, who's a comedian. It's like... Why? When are we for comics censoring other comics? Like, yeah, I, exactly. Give me a fucking break. Well, they get more laughs than you do. Yeah, right. It's like, like <laughs> what the fuck? exactly, no, exactly, exactly. They're so jealous of them. They're like, take him down, you know. I mean, did, you, did you guys hear that uh, Brendan Schaub got so mad he said he's uploading his comedy special to Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Someone, someone, someone had a joke like that. The Nickelback threatens to release new album if Joe Rogan's not taken down. And I was like, oh, I wish I fucking thought of that. All right. So Derek Lewis versus Ty Tuvasa, which is going on. Uh, I know, actually, <laughs> Back to whatever this show's actually February 12th, about. UFC 271. Israel okay. versus Robert Whitaker 2. Love it. Um, in Houston. Man, as much as I want Robert Whitaker to win... Uh, I like Robert Whitaker. I like his story. Although Israel was super cool when I met him. I think Israel's got his number. I think he does not match up well against Robert Whitaker. And I think Israel takes it again. Uh, McCorkle. Is, uh, now there's two McCorkles. Uh, one's there frozen, is. one's not. I like, <laughs> there's frozen McCorkle and not frozen McCorkle. Um, I'm back. All right. So, Sean, Whitaker versus Israel. Who wins this fight? I think Whitaker, man, I think if he doesn't try to strike with him like he did last time, which was ridiculous, like he's a far better wrestler, better jiu-jitsu guy, and decided he would show the world he's a better striker, and he's not. Um, but I, I still think Whitaker's the best 185-pound fighter in the world, man. I uh, really do. I just think he needs to not try to strike with a guy whose only way to win is striking. Don Fry, who wins this fight? Oh, man, I just uh, – I, I was going with Whitaker until uh, – Sean, Sean <laughs> exactly. You can hear it in your so voice. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just so depressed. It's unbelievable. And I was like, uh, I'm, I, I'm hoping that McCorkle's uh, luck will turn around. And I'm with uh, Whitaker. You know, just so you, Whitaker. I, I, I'm a big Whitaker fan, and I think he's, I think he's a bad motherfucker. And um, thing is, he's got to decide not to strike with this guy. You know, he's got to take him to the ground and uh, torture him on the ground. But when has he ever done that? When has he ever used his wrestling? I know he, he made the Olympics, allegedly, for Australia, but uh, when did he ever actually use his wrestling? He seems to always strike Whitaker. Well, he's usually the better striker, but he's not in this case. So right, that's right. the uh, that's the problem with it. Um, hey, did you see on uh, completely off topic before Greg has his turn? Go on. Um, somebody tried to. Somebody on YouTube told me that uh, watching the, our podcast said that uh, I remind him exactly of Biff Tannen, like I was the I was oh, the I inspiration for the character of Biff Tannen. <laughs> yeah, and I responded back to him. The only thing that Biff Tannen and I have in common is our behavior on our prom nights. Oh but, God! All right, I saw, sorry. I, I saw that. And I was I was like, oh 
God. <laughs> he doesn't even know it wasn't the prom. <laughs> uh, it was the enchantment under the oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's true. It wasn't the prom. <laughs> I knew but I loved it. But I, did think, I, but I did think that it was like classic McCorkle. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you're going to tell a rape joke on your tombstone. Like, I feel like when he dies, people are going to come visit him. And it's like, here's to uh, being done under, like, Brennan Schaub. It's either a Brennan right. Schaub joke or a yeah. like, you know. Maybe a, maybe a big panties. Maybe big panties will be on my tombstone also. <laughs> At least I didn't die as bad as Brendan Schaub on his comedy. <laughs> yeah, like, That's what he'll say on his like, tombstone. <laughs> I'm or, still six. Uh, I'm still six feet above that. <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> or it could be something that's like kind of racist. Like I'm, I'm dead right now, and so is the guy next to me, who's probably a black guy shot by a cop. Or just something where you're just like, it's <laughs> <laughs> something like. This. Uh, and then uh, what? 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 Will Fry have on his tombstone? Uh, like uh, I was never here. <laughs> you, I was never here. <laughs> It's probably more like I can still cook your ass, pussy. <laughs> I love everyone with my stupid fucking ex-wife. That fucking cunt. You know, like just something. <laughs> that, that's what I'm probably saying. I'm glad she went first. <laughs> hey, if there's a Mexican guy, she should do it. Take some dirt, throw it in her face. Is it something where it just gets it? Like... <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Greg, who do we who do yes. like? Whitaker. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know what Whitaker could have done to improve enough to beat Israel between now and then. But like you guys said, if he can get him on the ground. But if I remember the fight correctly, there were a couple times when he tried to get him on the ground, he couldn't keep him on the ground. He was but, off tonight. He was off. It was the worst. So, yeah, it just wasn't. Of course, that was later in the fight. He was pretty beat up. But I just, again, I'm sticking with Adesanya on this one. I don't, I don't think, think Whitaker's upgraded enough unless uh, unless israel overlooks him doesn't train right doesn't take it seriously that's the only reason i think whitaker wins this all right also Derek lewis versus ty tuvasa uh that's on this card Derek lewis recently said that like drinking out of his shoes disgusting and he doesn't know where that foot's been yada 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 um Derek, i don't know about this one i mean they're both heavy hitters yeah it's in Houston. I think Derek should not fight in Houston. I feel like him fighting in Texas is a bad idea. He's always distracted in Houston. He's giving away too many tickets or something or something. It's just going on. But I don't know who wins this fight. I, I guess Ty Tuvasa based on streakiness and Derek. But really, whoever lands the first punch is going to win this fight. Don Fry, who wins this fight? Uh, I go with Ty. I just think, uh, you know, he's, he's got more strength and he can take a better punch. You know, okay. I don't think okay. Lewis. I don't think Lewis has got the power to put him down. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's, de I, he's definitely. I think he definitely has the power. It's just whether or not who lands it first. You know. But I think Ty's on such a hot streak. You know, he's got so much momentum. I, I, I like Ty too. Avasa in this one too. I think he's a big step up for him. I think he's going to show everybody. There's like a Cyril gone type step up for him. Sean. Uh, I'm going to go with Derek Lewis for the simple reason that if I see that dude drink out of his shoe one more time, I'm going to start fashioning a noose shopping for a rickety stool because that is like the <laughs> worst gimmick I've ever seen in my life. Like, hey, I'll drink out of your shoe. Like, hey, what? like That's almost as bad as those football teams that do that haka shit like before. Like, hey, they really intimidated us because we thought they were Samoan. Like, like what? Like, I can't stand that shit, man. 
I'm, I'm with you. I don't get it. I, everyone's all like, it's one of those things where everyone's into it. And I'm looking around like, you ever have that, Greg, where everyone's laughing at a joke and you're like, that, that, am, I, am I not? Am I not funny? Like, am I, am I not the only person not getting this right now? Sometimes I see that with like, mm. I, like alternative rooms. I feel that way sometimes. Everyone's there is that. Something, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, maybe it's me. I don't know. I just hope his eyes have recovered from that gallon of beer he took to the fucking face. <laughs> that was funny. Dude, he was like, ah, my eyes. I'm like, well, you get what you asked for it. You got it. Also, Derek Brunson, who's just been murdering people ever since he's decided not to get into hockey fights, uh, is taking on Jared Cannonier. The killer, yeah. the killer gorilla versus Brunson. That's a good fight. I think Brunson's gonna win again. He seems to. He seems like one of those dudes that once he gets confident and smart, he's almost unbeatable. It's funny because leaving Greg Jackson was the best thing that ever happened to his career so far. And you know, Greg Jackson's a great trainer, just not for him. Uh, Sean, I thought they were the same guy. Like literally, I, I didn't <laughs> know like. Them, them two, and Oven St. Prue, and then there's one more guy. Like, I can't tell who is who. Not just because they're black. I mean, just as, like, fighters. Like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I can't tell. There's, like, three or four light heavyweights that I can't tell from each other. Like, it's, I don't uh, I used to not know. Um, oh, my gosh. Who's the Curtis Blades guy you were saying? Yeah, and Curtis then, uh, Blades, motherfucker. Who's the, who's the wrestler that went to Bellator? Uh, Phil Davis. I used to get those two mixed up all the time. They look nothing alike. I'm racist. Let's be honest. All right. I don't know. I don't think you're a racist. I think you just say a lot of racist things. Right. Greg? I don't think I can call this one. This is the coin toss to me. Both these guys are such – I mean, they're so evenly matched. They're such badasses. Their records are similar. They're just – I don't think you – I don't know. Coin flip as far as I'm concerned. Don Fry. Uh, who are we talking about? I got lost on our son's portrait there. Uh, he doesn't know him. He doesn't know him apart either. Derek Lewis and the Killer Gorilla. Wait, I mean, no, Derek, Derek Brunson. I mean, I mean, Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson. And Jared Cannonier. I don't, I don't know who they are. Burner story. No, it's all good. All right. All right. On a different topic. Um, we'll, we'll go over this next week also. Uh, Paige Van Zant and her boyfriend Austin made a sex tape. Or her husband. Sweet. Um, they haven't released it. It's for their own personal. Uh, like, what's the point? <laughs> Lame. Lame. Uh, what's the point of making a sex tape for just you and your? I mean, right? I mean, they're gonna watch it. Also, if you ever wanted to invite the world to try and hack your shit, that's uh, that's right. about as big a glowing light invitation as you can put up there. Uh, Sean, have you ever made a sex tape? Yeah, I did all my own stunt too. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all the no, I think that's a bad one, idea, man. You've been with a lot of women. I, I, I've seen pictures of them. They're all, I mean, they're smoking hot. You never made a sex tape before with any of them? It's not, it's not my thing, man. I'm not like, I'm not vain enough to want to see myself or my dick like on film. Like, I don't uh, know. No kidding. It's enough for me to see my own self naked, let alone with somebody else. That, you know, like, yeah. Out of, out of the shower, I'm like, put a towel around this. That's not what I want to see. Sometimes I'll be like, I like banging my wife and I'll be like, man, she has to look at me right now while I'm on top of her. <laughs> like, man, like I get to look at her and she has to look at me just like my fucking chin. Sorry. <laughs> Doesn't seem fair, does it? Uh, Don, you ever make a sex tape? Yeah, I snuck into the zoo uh, one weekend, <laughs> you know. And I had a lot of fun. <laughs> and right now, 
somewhere there's a tiger out there. There was a cub that's whooping everybody's ass. Oh, that is. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, so, yeah, and now Masvidal made uh, a video, a documentary about Colby Covington saying he's the real <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, run that back. Wait a minute. Masvidal made a documentary about Covington? Yes. Oh, my God. This can I, I, you thought a diss track was something else. <laughs> this guy made a diss doc. This is unbelievable. This is really, no, this shows some real grit and determination. This changes my whole opinion of the fight. So... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you, I mean, I haven't seen the documentary, but it supposedly exposes how fake Colby Covington is. Um, I don't know if I have to see this to even like, I, <laughs> I, don't we all know that he's kind of playing a character and that he's uh, kind of a nice, he's a nice guy off the, I mean, three, nothing. And I repeat, nothing can stop me from seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for this. I must see it. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts about the documentary? It would be awesome if it actually changes people's views on the Colby in some way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people like <laughs> surviving up. Like, I'll never listen to his music again. You know, right, right. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it does something like people. Maybe, maybe people start thinking Colby's a nice guy after uh, watching it if they uh, change his <laughs> perception. I don't know. I mean, is he in the editing studio making the doc himself? Shouldn't he be training takedown? Like, I mean, he he he, fuck, he knows what's gonna happen in this fight. Uh, cardio is he has to get his cardio up. Like that's the main thing for the fight. Why is he making documentaries? Uh, I always felt winning the internet battle before it started was the most important step in a fight. Like win on the internet first, and then worry about winning in the cage. Absolutely, every time. Uh, Don, did anyone ever make a documentary about you? Yeah, yeah, they did, um, but. They they kept uh, mispronouncing my mispronouncing my name and they pronounced it uh, Georgia's patent, you know. But uh, <laughs> it's actually, actually done. Got it. I thought Don was going I, with a John Holmes joke there. I was sure. He was I, say, I, yeah, I was wondering who it was going to be. I'm like, who is it? Who's it going to be? It was fucking. Okay. Right. I don't know if you guys saw this in the pillow fighting championship. Oh, finally, things got really ugly. I'll, Some I'll real sports. Okay, I'll play what happened in the Pillow Fighting Championship. They got ugly when they decided to have guys do it. So yeah, what the fuck? This, now, this guy was a real UFC fighter, the Brazilian guy. Uh, I guess they're getting – and then – so here's what happened. Um, yeah, it was like – Good to see he's still dressing like Heath Ledger in The Joker. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys, it's not a real fight. <laughs> It's a pillow fight, guys. He goes, this is not wrestling. This is real fighting. Don't get it twisted. Uh, but it's not. It's actually pillow fighting. Yeah. You thought yeah, we started hitting each other with pillows. This wasn't real. What's your problem? Yeah, like they literally broke it up once they started actually fighting. This is the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever I mean, li I, I got to be honest. This is the only thing that can make a Jake Paul fight look legitimate. <laughs> I knew Greg was going to Jake Paul there. Um, <laughs> you think so? Yeah. yeah I was going to do it, so I knew you were going to. It was the natural progression. It was the natural yeah. progression. Oh, I don't the only thing worse than stunt fights is fucking pillow fights that are done with dudes. 
Nobody, who's paying to see dudes fucking pillow fight? Fucking bring, it's supposed to be hot sorority girl shit. Uh, I don't know if you guys... Dominic Cruz and Bruce Buffer. So, Eagle, Eagle FC was last week. It was actually pretty good. In the main event, Rashad Evans beat Checo. No, not the main event, but his pants fell down. His shorts fell down. Uh, luckily, he had the Muay Thai thing holding his pants up, his shorts up. Uh, but he won. Uh, so super happy for Rashad. You know, that's something you'd ever see as a black guy with his pants hanging down. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I never, I never <laughs> see that. Don enjoyed that one. You can hear him tasting. He was like, <laughs> how, did, how did he move? How did um, and then also, I don't know if you guys uh, watched um, my, uh, my wrestling uh, last week. We had, our, we had a match. And uh, look at my bench, by the way, guys. This is my bench of the kids wrestling. I'll show you guys. You ready? 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 You guys listening, I have my daughter on the bench. Uh, she she likes. She said she was ready to come, go in there. She had like her little tutu on, uh, which is pretty. That's awesome. adorable. That's too cute. Um. Yeah, so that that went on uh, pillow fighting. What else is go? What else? Uh, there was something else that I had to say that was like kind of funny. Uh, I can't think of it though. Um, all right, fuck it. What do you got coming up, Sean? Uh, I guess it's seeing if I have leukemia or not, and uh, shoveling snow. So those would be. Uh, there you go. Trying to get in to see a new pain management doctor. Okay, and how how uh, close are you? Adam listened. Uh, he listened to me like my barber did. Like that's great. No, no. I yeah, exactly. That's great. And when is that happening? Can we get tickets? <laughs> and how do people get tickets to that? Sorry, my wife. I, I like to I like to that's, that's twice in a row now I've told somebody they have leukemia and they're like, hey, awesome. So anyway. Uh, that's awesome. And that's this Friday? That's, uh... I, I'm pretty sure you do not have leukemia. I just think you like saying the word leukemia. So you're going to say it as much as you can. You know the guy, I know this kind of shit, dude. Like, I know you're fucking, you, you find a funny word and then you enter it into as many ridiculous situations as you possibly can to make yourself laugh for the next three days. Okay. Uh, I did a, I did convince the last doctor that the cortisone injections into my spine that he crippled me. Uh, for about like three seconds, it was so funny, man. Because they wanted me to sign a waiver saying that I was spinal cord crippled me. I was like, I'm not signing that. The guy goes, Well, there's no chance it'll happen. I said, Well, if there's no chance it'll happen, there's no reason for me to sign it. Then uh, he gave me my shots, and my back told me to roll over, and I yelled out, I can't feel my legs. Like oh, immediately, no. and he jumped, scared him to death. And the th three or four seconds later, I said, I'm just kidding. His nurse loved it. He didn't think it was funny. But, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Greg, what do you got coming up? Uh, Valentine's weekend, 11, 12, and then 14, which is also Super Bowl weekend. I'll be at the brand new TK's Comedy Club in Dallas, Texas. You guys got to come out. This club is gorgeous. It's Everything is super high end and amazing. And like, I, 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 why I'm going there, I have no idea. But uh, come out and check that out in, in Dallas. And then, of course, the end of the month, I'll be in uh, Tucson at Laughs. With uh, hopefully Don Fry comes by and uh, maybe uh, lights up another lawsuit. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but hopefully not. I'll be there. To just, hopefully Don's there. To cheer. I, listen, Don, if you show up too, I'm definitely getting you out on stage now that you can walk again. And then Don, <laughs> Don what do you have coming up? Well, apparently I'm going to laugh in Tucson at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, 
solicitor Brendan Schaub uh, do his routine. <laughs> <laughs> they won't call it laughs that, uh, after that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> all right okay uh all right and then uh you and then what's our, and where can we listen to your, your podcast what are you talking to you you <laughs> what your podcast your when can we listen yeah, to where podcast, Dan, and, Dan and Don toxic masculinity love uh, it YouTube. Love it. All right. Uh, next Wednesday in San Diego. I'll be at Mavericks Bar and Grill in San Diego with Uncle Creepy, as well as Jason Ellis. Um, and then next Friday, I'm in Aqua Caliente Casino in Palm Springs. Uh, and then uh, I'm in, in Wasila, Alaska. Is that how you say it? Wasila? Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Uh, at Everett's. Wasela? 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 Wasela. I think it's Wasella. Uh, at February 18th. February 19th, I'm at Coots in Anchorage, Alaska, February 19th. So uh, anyway, thank you guys. I so love much. Coots, man. Coots is the ball. I love you guys. Have a good week. You guys are the best. See you, man.